This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Joining us at this time to provide that citizen perspective, at this time we are joined by Mr. Tabo Ngumalo, who is the CEO and the founder of Verviate Solutions, as well as, just like you and me, a citizen of South Africa. Tabo, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Can you take us through, firstly, what have you observed since the lockdown restrictions were eased? Well, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I mean, it is an important question. And I mean, what I've seen is since the easing of lockdown, um, I think there's been uh, quite a few people that have relaxed a lot. Uh, at the same time, I think there's there's been a, a sense of, of, of urgency of people really complying, you know. Um, again, if, if, if you have a look at the, the, the bigger um, environments, malls and, and big shops, uh, um, you know, retail shops, they, they've taken it quite seriously. You know, people are wearing masks, they've got sanitizing stations by the door. And then you do go to certain places where, you know, sanitization is just, uh, it's a joke. <laughs> now, Tabo, people don't see the feet of the coronavirus anymore. Those who get it will get it and those who will survive will survive. What are your thoughts around this? And is this good enough? Look, I mean, um, we in, in South Africa and in Africa in general, and maybe let me just focus on South Africa to give you an ad, to, to, to give you an idea. There's an average of about 260 people that die from TB daily. There's an average of about 400 people that die from uh, AIDS and AIDS-related matters daily, and an average of about 53 people that die from accidents, you know, car accidents and all sorts of accidents on the roads daily. You're looking at about an average of seven to 800 people that die daily from these things. Um, what I'm trying to get to is I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be realistic. Where South Africans are now saying, mm, um, yeah, I mean, there aren't that many people dying from COVID as there are people dying from any other related illness or or other circumstance. Therefore, they don't take it that seriously. Um, that, that is the notion I'm getting. Um, until somebody passes away, which is a family member or a close friend, that's when you take it seriously. But, um, and I'll be careful in saying this statement, until there are a lot of people dying, only then will we take it very seriously. I'm not saying I'm expecting a lot of people to die, but um, at the rate at which we are going as South Africans, we are not really taking it seriously at all. Just to latch on to that, Tabo, as far as your feelings that people aren't taking this seriously, where, what role do you believe the government plays in this when you consider that videos have surfaced um, of the soldiers smoking cigarettes outside that um, packed funeral that was broadcast on live television and the propensity for uh, many citizens in the country to look at the ways in which government has failed in their own estimations over the course of our fight against COVID-19 and then possibly using the government's failings as justification for their own relaxation towards obeying um, the regulations put in place. Do you think there is a conversation to be had about our government needing to lead the country by example? Or is it simply a question of 
people just needing to take responsi- their own responsibility for their own actions? Yeah, that is, that, that is a very good question. I did stumble across those pictures, you know, over the week um, with the funeral and people standing around the coffin. And it's quite shocking that, you know, the government has given us regulations to follow by. Um, I remember when I needed to travel um, provincially, you know, we needed to go get um, um, statements and, 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 and um, declarations from the police station. And yeah, they are standing there smoking and, and, and you know, um, having a funeral. Um, but now here's the thing, right? Um, as much as we look to the government for a lot of things, I think it's time. And currently now, it's a perfect time for, that, for, for South Africans to say, look, we are not standing against the government. We are saying, let's unite together because ultimately we are the ones responsible for ourselves. Um, The government can say things, they can do things, but I and my family, we are responsible to make sure that we abide by whatever we can to to, to go through, uh, you know, to come through this COVID uh, um, lockdown. and, 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 And what's happening is a lot of us are looking at the government and we are saying, yeah, because the government is not doing this, therefore I'm not gonna do it. I mean, that's not how we should look at it. Ultimately, you are the one that's responsible. I mean, there are over 50 million people in South Africa. The government barely can fill up a stadium if all of them are put together. They are more of us and less of the government. Clearly, that should tell us something. Again, like I'm saying, we shouldn't go against what the government says. I mean, if I have to use the analogy of saying the government is almost like our parents and we have to listen to our parents, but we are getting to the time where us as South Africans, can they sit back and say, guys, look, let us do it for our country. Let us do it for our children and our generation. And let's make things happen. You know, the government has got so much to deal with, man. They've got education. They've got loans that they must give out. You know, um, they've got roads they must build. They've got so much on their hands. And we as South Africans, instead of putting our heads together, we are, we are adding the pressure, you know. I'm not saying they are doing good or they're doing bad. What I'm saying is we have the capabilities, the resources and the capacity to actually do something ourselves. Well, you are an entrepreneur. How has your business responded to the coronavirus pandemic? And how is your business doing on day 130 of the lockdown? Well, um, yeah, so, you know, when the lockdown started, I mean, there was a bit of silence, just like most of, you know, of, 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 of our businesses. Um, however, it picked up quite drastically because we are in the space of digital marketing and, and, and getting businesses online professionally. And so we've seen a spike. We've grown because we have aligned ourselves to, to pretty much tackle this situation. I mean, one of the one of the biggest problems that people have done is they've told themselves, "I'm waiting for the pandemic or the lockdown to finish so I can resume." What we did was to say, "This is what's happening. Let us be like a chameleon. Let us adjust every environment we find ourselves in. We adjust and we adjusted. You know, we made sure we became more online. Uh, we spoke to a lot of uh, businesses that were not online. We got them online." You know, we got traffic to their websites. Uh, we built bespoke websites that people can actually um, track and measure what's happening on their websites and convert it to sales. And which is what was needed right now where people are not moving around. So they rely on Android, they rely on internet, 
to find your services. And so we found ourselves on the, on the good side of that where our business grew uh, drastically because a lot, a lot more people are saying, please, I need your services. I don't just need a website now. Now I need uh, an online store, you know, um, and we've grown. Um, besides grown, um, uh, we have learned a lot. Um, lockdown has taught us as a business to, um, to actually research and study. A lot of people are not doing that. I mean, if you are a plumber, if you are a builder, this is the best opportune moment to, to literally uh, upskill yourself, you know, with courses. There's a lot of online material for people to read. And you've got a lot of time. Do it because this is the time where people need different expertise. You know, the world is looking at us entrepreneurs to provide solutions. Um, uh, I say to other entrepreneurs a while back to say, um, if, if entrepreneurship and businesses uh, contribute to about 80% of the GDP, clearly we are the ones that still need to provide solutions. We can't be the ones backing off. And so we've been doing pretty much okay. Now, Tabo, on everything that you have mentioned, everything in the pandemic, what are some of your final words to our listeners and something you'd like them to carry through this time? Sure, yeah. I mean, that, that, that is an interesting question. Basically, um, for one of the things that I learned recently was that time was never an issue. Um, I think we've carried ourselves thinking, when I have time, I'll be able to do this. And now that we have time, we are still sitting in the back foot, you know, hoping that things will get better. Time has never been an issue. You have been the issue, you know. It's, it's time that we, we realize that we don't have that precious time. We never had it, you know. Um, at this point, we just need to be uh, people that are, are looking at what's happening and provide solutions, like I said. There are so many opportunities right now than ever before. And if people can align themselves, um, you know, past this pandemic, they're going to do well. If you do a bit of research, you'll realize that a lot of wealthy people, like really wealthy people, made it through times of crisis. Their wealth generated during times of crisis. And when I look at times like these, I always say to myself, this is a great moment for me to realign um, and to do something that's going to get me through this. And what I can say to people really is, is upskill. You've got a lot of time in your hands. Find something that you've been wanting to do, do it. Um, realign yourself. If something never worked, this is the best time to start afresh. You've got no competition. You've got nobody. You, you don't have pressure. Um, and the last thing is, if, if you need to scale back, scale back. Um, it's important right now for people to manage their resources. I'm talking funds. I'm talking their health. I'm talking their mindset. Um, a lot of people are under pressure and they're saying, look, I can't, I can't move on. I can't do this. But the guy's got a BMW, a Mercedes Benz, or he stays in a fancy house or something. I'm just using those as simple examples. But there's a lot of things that we are holding on to. And at this time, it's okay to let go. Start afresh and you won't regret it. I, I think that's the best advice I can give to people, yeah? 
And that was Tabo Ngumalo, entrepreneur and founder of Verviate Solutions, sharing with us some of his views on the fatigue around COVID-19 and the lockdown, as well as how his business has coped during the pandemic. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. Or stream via www.varfm.co.za.